0: Hello and welcome to Gunsmoke from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Gunsmoke. Brought to you by Chesterfield. Made the modern way with Accuray. Smoother. Cooler.
0: Best for you.
2: Most people think of Dodge City here in the 1870s as a wild, lawless town, swamped with exciting women and strong, daring men. The men they picture as fighters, the kind who stand up for almost no reason at all and gun each other down with as little regard for their own lives as they have for their opponents. Men whose courage is as raw and harsh as the prairies it's bred on. Well, this is the picture. But it isn't quite complete. We got our share of cowards, too. Like the one whose work I ran into the night I found a note on my door. Said come up to Doc Adams' office as fast as I could.
3: Doc's in the back room, Mr. Jones. What's the trouble, Chester? He's got Jack Massey in there. Jack Massey? That cowboy who looks up whenever he comes to town, you remember him? He always comes into the office and sets around and talks. Oh, the him.
2: red-headed fellow, you mean, huh?
3: It's been six months since we've seen him.
2: Well, what's he doing up here? What's wrong?
3: Well, Doc, you better ask him. Hello, Matt. Doc. Well, he's dead. Oh, that poor... As fella. soon as I saw him, I knew he couldn't make it. Not with a hole like that in him.
2: Doc, would you mind telling me what happened?
3: Somebody shot him, Matt. Well, who shot him? We don't know, I was coming down the street, Mr. Dillon, and I heard a shot, and I run in and found him laying there on the floor. Right where he fell out of the chair. Out of what chair, Chester? Why, yours. Mine? Yes, sir. Down in the office. He was waiting for you, I guess, and somebody sneaked in the back way and shot him. Why? He was shot in the back. So? Well, he was sitting in your chair, and we noticed he was wearing a hat, just like the one you wear. And also, he's about the same size as you. Somebody's out to kill you, Matt, to kill you the easy way. Chesterfield, smoother, cooler, milder, Chesterfield, put a smile in your smoking, just give them a try. Chesterfield's best for you, they satisfy
1: If you want tomorrow's better cigarette today, next time you buy cigarettes, stop. Remember, only Chesterfield is made the modern way, with Accuray you'll notice how fresh and good Chesterfield's made with Accuray taste, how smooth they are, and how they satisfy. So buy Chesterfield today. Smoother. Cooler. Best for you. Mm
2: Oh, hello, Kitty. Sit down. Oh, thanks.
4: What brings you into the Long Branch this time of night?
2: Oh, just looking around, Kitty.
4: Well, there are a lot of men at the bar over there. You think you can pick him up? What? The man who thought he shot you tonight.
2: News travels fast, doesn't it?
4: I heard somebody was after you two days ago. You did? I figured it for talk. Didn't anybody tell you about it?
2: Well, I haven't been around much the last couple of days, Kitty, but even so, I guess it isn't the kind of talk people feel easy about passing on. (laughs) That's a me, anyway.
4: Uh, I guess not.
2: You know who started it? He did. Who? Coming this way. What? Well, that's Ed Eby. What's he doing in Dodge?
4: You ought to drop around more often, Matt. He's been banking Pharaoh here three or four days now.
2: Does Sam hire him?
4: yeah. He's
2: been doing fine, too. Evie always was a smart gambler.
4: Hello, Marshal. Miss Kitty. Ed.
2: Hello, Evie. You mind if I sit down? No, go ahead. I've been meaning to come see you, Marshal. Oh, is that so? I heard about the shooting tonight. Seems most everybody has. I know something about it, Marshal. Would you like to hear... Tell me. Well, a couple of nights ago, I went out back to breathe a little
3: fresh air. And I was standing out there in the dark around the corner in the alley. And I heard a couple of men come out. They couldn't see me, and I couldn't see them. But I heard one of them tell the other he was going to shoot Marshal Dillon. Shoot him any way he could.
2: Uh Uh-huh. You're a little late telling me, aren't you, Evie? I don't exactly owe you no favors, Marshal. And why did you bother to tell me at all? Because I don't like
0: killing. That's why I hate killing. I've told you everything I know, Marshal. I'll be going now.
4: What's that all about, Matt? What's between you and Evie?
2: I knew him out in Santa Fe one time, Kitty. He was bullying a man, and I showed him up to be a coward. A lot of people witnessed it, and Eby never forgave me.
4: Well, then maybe his story's a lie. Maybe he's the one who did the shooting tonight. I don't
2: think Ed Eby has the guts to shoot a man, even in the back.
4: Well, who is it, then? Haven't you any idea?
2: No. But there are a lot of men who'd like to see me dead. I know. I'd be willing to take my chances with anybody who'd face me. It's the man who shoots out of the dark I'm afraid of. Nobody wants to die. But it's even worse without a chance to fight back. That's what always made me feel especially bad about a man who broke his neck falling off a saddle or who maybe disappeared in front of a stampede of buffalo. Or who, like Jack Massey, sitting at my desk had to take a bullet in the back. That's not dying. That's being slaughtered like a hog in a pen. Robs a man of everything he's lived for they make me mad made me so mad I lost my sense of caution like the night Chester and I were walking up Front Street after supper
3: well if I was in your boots Mr. Dillon I'd hide me out on the prairie for a spell
2: oh you wouldn't
3: you bet I would out there you can see a man coming a mile off
2: I don't think he'd like that Chester
3: yeah, I guess you're right he'd never follow you out into the open not him
2: or them.
3: You think they might be more than one? Might be. Doggone it, Mr. Dillon. Why don't you hire some men to hang around as a sort of bodyguard? Then nobody would dare try ambushing you.
2: The sooner they try, the better, Chester. Get it over with one way or the other.
3: I wish I was as cool about it as you. I'm not cool, Chester. I'm mad. You sure got a funny way of showing it. Now, if I was mad, I'd be hopping around like a bronc with a burr under its tail. I'd be a slouching and slouring of foam on my mouth. Get on, Chester. He's up there in the alley.
2: Yeah, I'm going after him.
3: I'm going with you.
2: You stay here.
3: No, by golly, not this time. No, sir. Start shooting,
2: mister. Start shooting while you got a chance.
3: I sure will. He's by that barrel, Mr. Dillon. He's leaning on it. Yeah, I see him. I'll shoot you, I'll shoot you good Drop that gun You walked right up to him, Mr. Dillon And he had a gun right in his hand He's
2: drunk, Chester
3: Did you knock him out?
2: Well, I hit him hard enough Let's get him up to docks We'll sober him up and find out what this is all about
3: Don't put that cup down yet, fella. Not before you drink every drop of coffee in it. No, I'm drowning in coffee, Doc. I said drink it. <laughs> yeah, there, there. No more, Doc. I'm sober now. Yes, well. Matt. Yeah, Doc. He can talk straight now. It's about time.
2: What's your name, mister?
3: Nat Swan... But I didn't mean nothing, Marshal. I didn't know what I was doing. Honest I didn't.
2: And I'll tell you, you were trying to kill me. No.
3: No, don't. Don't hit me. Don't hit me.
2: You're a real coward, aren't you, Swan? Even to shoot me in the back, you had to take on a load of
3: whiskey. I got nothing against you, Marshal. I come to town and heard all that talk and thought I could make a name for myself if I'd done the shooting. <laughs> Ain't no more to it than that. Oh, no, listen, no more to it than that. Oh. Well, nothing personal is what I mean. I should have put strychnine in that coffee. What are you saying, Doc? Never
2: mind, Doc. I believe you, Swan.
3: Oh, you do?
2: Well, it's true. Honest it is. Yeah, it's true, all right. And there are a lot of other drunken, brainless bombs going to try it for the same reason. They've heard somebody's out to murder me, and they get to thinking, why shouldn't they do it and get the credit for themselves?
3: Well, well no, man, no, it's not that bad.
2: It's already started, Doc. And there will be others. Lots of them. As long as I last. <laughs>
1: This electronic miracle, Accuray, means that everything from auto tires to apple pie, battleship steel to baby food, butter to cigarettes, can be made better and safer for you. Now meet Mr. Bert Chope, brilliant young president of industrial Nucleonics. Well, oh, Bert, exactly what is Accuray? Well, George, it is a device by which a stream of electrons passes through and analyzes a product while it is actually being made. They transmit what they see to this electronic brain which adjusts the production machinery for errors down to millions of an inch. One more question, one that so many people ask me. How does Accuray make Chesterfield a better cigarette than was ever possible before?
0: Every cigarette made with Accuray control contains a more
1: precise measure of perfectly packed tobaccos. So Chesterfield smokes smoother without hot spots or a hard draw, And that's why Chesterfield tastes so much better. I guess that's why you smoke them yourself, for You see, I know what Accurate can do. Well, there's your answer. If you want tomorrow's better cigarette today, next time stop, remember. Only Chesterfield is made the modern way with Accurate. Best for you.
2: Lester and I rode Nat Swan down to the Arkansas, told him to get his horse across and to keep going. I guess he thought I was about to shoot him the way he rode off, all hunkered up in the saddle, trying to look small. And I was pretty sure he'd never show up in Dodge again. Yeah, that'd be one less glory hunter to deal with. But the thought of how many were left waiting in the alleys, hiding in the shadows, well, it made me jumpy. But I didn't realize how bad off I was until we got back into town. Rode into the stable. We put our horses into their stalls and we're walking toward the door.
3: This barn's plum deserted tonight, Mr. Don. It's
2: late, Chester. Everybody's either drunk or in bed, but...
3: Well, there's somebody who ain't. Hey, what's he doing with that rifle?
2: Here, duck into the stall, Chester. He seems. All right, drop that rifle, mister.
1: Not likely. Drop it, I say. No! He's gonna shoot.
2: You got him. You stay back, Chester.
3: (gasps) Don't shoot. Don't shoot again.
2: Pick up his rifle, Chester.
3: I got it. Blast you, Mister. You put a bullet in my lung. Who are you? I've never seen him before. Why do you care who I am? You've got to kill mass what you done.
2: Why were you after me? Somebody hire you. Tell me.
3: You shoot a man down. And then you try to blame it on him. Maybe he wasn't after you. I ain't after nobody. I come from a horse, that's all. I think he's telling the truth, Mr. Dillon. Dillon, you. You're the marshal.
1: What? Well, who did you
2: think
3: I was? I heard talk somebody was out to shoot you. It wasn't me. I was just trying to get home to Texas. I ain't gonna make it now.
2: Well, I... I heard you lever your rifle, mister. You, you're about to shoot. I
3: thought I was being held up. The way you hollered at me... Oh, my goodness, Mr. Dillon. He ain't got nothing to do with this. Of course I ain't. If I was you, Marshal, if there's talk about somebody after me, I'd find out who's making the talk. I wouldn't go around shooting innocent people. Somebody's got you outsmarted.
2: We'll get you up to docks, mister. He'll take good care of you.
3: Mm. Don't, don't bury me in a blanket, Marshal. Fix me a box, will you? Promise me you'll fix me a box.
2: Yeah, yeah, I promise.
3: I can't swallow no more. I'm gonna drown, drown.
2: an innocent man, Chester.
3: Well, he'd have shot you if you hadn't, Mr. John.
2: I don't even know his name. But we'll fix him a box. We'll fix him a good one.
3: Yes,
2: sir. And I'm going to do something else, he said. What's that? I've been outsmarted, he was right. But I know what I'm doing now. kitty
4: you're looking for somebody you bet i am trouble
2: now the trouble's over or it soon will be
4: if there's gonna be a fight they don't need me in this saloon i
2: would be mighty surprised if there is a fight kitty huh? cowards don't carry guns
4: ed evie i'll
2: see you later
0: you're to split, gentlemen. You care to along and...
2: well marshal Dillon. you gonna try your luck My luck ran out about an hour ago, Evie. What? I shot and killed an innocent man. What are you talking about, Marshal? You were too cheap to hire somebody to get me, Evie, and too much of a coward to try it yourself. I don't like that. Your story about overhearing that talk out back. You spread it around, hoping it would give some brainless fool the idea to try it himself. Now, that's a lie. Two men tried it. And they made me so jumpy I just killed a man I thought was going to try it again. Well, I feel pretty bad about that, E.B. I got nothing to do with it. You told me the story thinking it'd make you look innocent. Now, you outsmarted me, E.B., for a while. You can't prove any of this. I don't have to. Now, come on. You can't arrest me? No. Then I'm going to lock you up and tomorrow I'm going to run you out of town. No. Two innocent men have died because of your cowardice, E.B. I wish I could hang here for it. Don't
3: you call me a
2: coward. You're the worst coward I ever saw. Shut
1: up. You stop saying
3: it. You're doing just what you did out in Santa Fe.
2: Come on, Evie.
3: I'll show you I'm not a coward.
2: You won't call me that anymore. Take your hand out of your pocket, Evie. I got a gun in
3: here. I'll kill you myself. No,
2: you won't. You're not going to draw that gun.
3: Yes, I am.
2: Not you, Evie. I'll do it. Not you, Evie. I'll kill you. Just keep talking, Evie. Keep talking. Mm -hmm.
4: Why didn't you shoot him, Matt? You had a right to.
2: I think he wanted me to, Kitty. What? I think he'd rather be dead than face everybody knowing what a coward he is. Well, he's got his punishment coming for the rest of his life. Thank you. Smoking with
3: a smile With Chesterfield Smoother, cooler, milder Chesterfield Put a smile in your smoking Just give them a try Chesterfield's best for you They satisfy
1: Remember, only Chesterfield is made the modern way With Accuray Smoother Cooler Best for you <laughs>
0: Gunsmoke, produced and directed by Norman McDonald, stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Our story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston, with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey. Sound patterns by Tom Hanley and Ray Kemper. Featured in the cast were Vic Perrin, John Daner, and Jack Edwards. Harley Bear is Chester, Howard McNear is Doc, and Georgia Ellis is Kitty. Make today your big red-letter day, your L&M red-letter day. Superior taste and filter, it's the miracle tip. Make today your big red-letter day, change to L&M today. L&M's
3: got everything. Superior taste.
0: And superior filter.
3: Get L&M today.
0: This is it. L&M, superior taste and filter. L&M, America's best filter tip cigarette. Be sure and listen to Gunsmoke again on radio next week at this same time. Transcribed for Chesterfield.